an episode on time, like within two weeks or uh, at two weeks of the last one. Wow. Isn't that amazing, Mathwiz? Hello, Mathwiz. Oh, uh, right. I'm your host, Crownstorm. Welcome to the Nance Show. I don't exist. <laughs> oh, no, Mathwiz is a spirit. I don't know. I'm a soul, if you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know All what right. it is. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what we're This is a. Uh, we didn't plan for this bit. It just happened and it didn't work out. It's fine. We'll just move on to comments for the first time in a, a little while. Um, did you have comments, Mathwiz? I'm bad at like having responses <laughs> to comments. Like I did look at them. I swear I looked at the comments. Um, and there are good ones here. Uh, it's just not much that I feel that I can like add on to. I mean, <laughs> okay, I, I feel like there's the one from uh, Jonicha three about because yes. I made the comment about like, oh, why is Mako always hitting Soul when it's not really Soul's fault? Um, but it does make sense, like in the context of. You know, her father's a womanizer, um, so it would make sense that even if it's not like, I don't know, it, it, like her anger being towards soul, like coming from that place of, you know, like her upbringing, that kind of makes sense. Um, doesn't make the it doesn't make the joke any funnier, but at least like it's not just ooh a bad joke with no context. Like there, there's right there's a reason for it. Like yeah. Death Alchemist even kind of pointed out that like, you know, that difference between soul and her father also kind of you know highlight like. Because, you know, that's what happens during that first chapter is Sol appears to be betraying Maka for Blair, basically doing what, you know, her dad, you know, seems to have broken up with her mother over. But then, no, it was a it was a ruse and, you know, they're able to stay together. So um, Death Alchemist also because um, we, I, we I brought up Mashma and, and I, I, I forgot because I realized that there was a whole interview they did. But Mashma and Okubo are actually friends. So, um, yeah, Um from what I remember about the interview, Mashma, they, they or the the one part that I remember, they definitely they definitely talk about more. I just only remember the the fan service exchange because Mashma said that he likes the uh, the fan service cat character from Fire Force, and because he thought it was kind of creative. And Okubo said that he liked uh, Brandish from the uh, Alvarez arc, I think. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that's the only part I remember. Um, oh, so um. <laughs> Rafferocene asks if, um, Mathwiz, do we have, um, new redesigns and power-ups after the time skip? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but it's, I thought it was funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can put a hat on my hat and we can just add Post time skip design. There we go. Um, Oliver Mort had a post, or just, uh, contrasting Stein and Medusa more a bit, uh, like how... Stein is really interested in, like, studying what already exists, like, taking it apart, where Medusa is interested in, like, advancing science and, uh, you know, how that feeds into their sort of, like, conflict and also their powers. Because, you know, again, I, I was kind of talking about it um, before with how Medusa has motion and uh, Stein keeps things in place. So, yeah, neat. Um, Gabriel Wright had done had a few things to say, but the one I, mo- I took notice of is um, how... The antagonists keep finding, like, external ways to um, alleviate their fears, where the antagonists just, like, focus on getting better and improving internally, which is, again, a big thing, you know, in um, shonen that, you know, derives from Buddhist ideas, I think, with, you know, the lack of materialism. You know, like, I talked about it, like, with Bleach, you have uh, Aizen, who used the Goku versus Ichigo, who, you know, meditated and looked inwardly. Um, Fishman Island, you had the, the Fishman who used drugs with the... Uh, you know, that where obviously the characters, you know, don't. So 
uh, stuff like that. It's it's just super good. Dragon Ball with like Cell and Boo who absorb power from others. Stuff you know, it's it's really common. Um, but I didn't apply it to Soul Eater until that uh, reading that one. Um, and last one, um, if you I, I assume you didn't have anything to add onto that. Um, but uh, Monster of Analysis um, asks if we'd have other people on. Uh, we've discussed it. Um, and in fact, having experience with the Weeb Club, uh, just even like we've been able to like, the, you know, we had a hiatus lately because um, we were planning something that didn't work out. Um, so, but other than that, we've been mostly like consistent with like our release. I'm pretty sure like I don't think there's ever been a time where it's like, oh, no, I wasn't able to finish the reading. So I have to put it off a week um, or anything like that. Where with the Weep Club, it, we have a tighter like recording schedule, and also there's three of us, so we have had to like put it back a week. So it's like it's just way easier to manage with just the two of us. And we did consider some ideas for bringing on like a third person to discuss, like maybe shonen filler movies or something like that. But we just never went through with it. Um, so yeah, basically it's just a hassle <laughs> is what I'm trying to say about. It. Um, maybe someday we can do a one-off special. Maybe. Um, Our own little shonen filler movie, if you will. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get on to the, the sequel series nobody wanted. <laughs> <laughs> like Soul Hit or Not, right? Um, apparently, I don't know. Um, so anyway, back to the uh, um, the school. Chrono's uh, in captivity, and they talk about how they're going to bring them into the uh, or consider like a trial run as a student. Oh yeah, so Stein has been having um you know, hallucinations with uh, the Medusa inside of him where, you know, he sees her as, like, a representation of his uh, madness. Um, though I guess, I don't know, see, like, hmm. I guess to compare this reading to the last, like, uh, I need to still need to, like, go through the arcs and think about, like, how I'd rank them um, individually. Um, I, I, I don't think I... Um, I guess how, how I would compare this reading to the last one is that the last one had higher highs and lower lows, where this one is... You know, I don't think it peaked there. Like there was definitely some good stuff, but um, I don't think it peaked as much for as like the Makakrona fight for me. But um, like there was less annoying fan service. So, you know, there was. Uh, um, but, you know, I don't know how you felt. Yeah, this is about the time um, when I had been watching the when I watched the anime way back. Um, I think they adapt this arc and then things kind of start to go off into the anime original stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay. But yeah, I remember the stuff with with Brew not being I mean like the stuff with Krona is always good, but otherwise, I mean like I don't know. There there are some ways in which I feel like as the story's gone along, Okubo's kind of gotten a better grasp of structure and whatnot, but then at the same time, there's no real like big um big like impactful moment in this arc Be- besides the stuff with Krona, but that was kind of already there before i mean i thought the soul stuff was good but uh um you know and well i don't know we'll see because like again we're only only halfway done with the story so well, yeah yeah because this one it definitely feels kind of like more of a setup arc like the stuff with medusa um it built to like oh the keychain gets set free so there was like a big climax there whereas this one um kind of keeps there's more to go like we don't really have there's arachnophobia still around and whatnot. So. Yeah, it might. This might be an issue of the way I sort of structured it because, like, we I I, I did some. I, ch- I checked a while ago, and the average um, amount of material we cover on the Nen Show is like five to six volumes uh, an episode. Though definitely, definitely have longer ones, like with like Fairy Tale. 
Um, but those were balanced out by like some of the one piece ones that were only like two or three volumes, you know? Um, but, um, so I, I kind of, I tried to keep, keep that cause I thought, Oh, it's 24, 25 volumes. So we'll just do four episodes. Um, though there is definitely like, I, I believe with the next reading or maybe, yeah, I think it's the next reading where there's like going to be a time skip, but it'll be in the middle of the reading where like normally with the time skips, we'd stop right before that. But like, I mean, maybe, I guess maybe we could have made this one longer, but then that would have resulted in the rest being shorter or maybe, maybe I should have made it three episodes. So, you know, hindsight, but, um, I guess as well as the issue is with, this is a series we haven't read yet. Um, where with obviously like with, uh, you know, one, like Bleach was the only one we'd had that issue before, but that was also, you know, that one turned out pretty fine, I'd say, where, um, you know, Naruto, we'd had previous experience with the one piece I knew really well, Hunter Hunter and, uh, Yodok's show we'd both gone through before, uh, Fairy Tale and Rave I, I'd gone through before, so, you know, this is the first time, like, like, after this reading, you're, you're basically going to be nearly blind, um, and so, yeah, I don't, you know, maybe if I'd know, read the series beforehand, I would have been able to structure it better, but, you know, so, you know, it's, it, the, yeah, the brew arc is, you know, decently long, but yeah, it's not super climactic, like, it's just kind of, you know, it ends, and it's, it's building up these mysteries, but it's, you know, there, the, we, we haven't gotten the big pay, you know, a lot of big payoffs yet, so... Anyway, um, Maka goes into Krona's sort of cell, and Krona has named parts of the cell, which is, it's a funny gag, you know, but also, like, the only way that Krona, you know, because Krona's been so lonely, like, they humanize the cell to try and, like, have someone, anyone, I guess, is the idea. So, kind of funny, kind of sad. Um, yeah, and also just the fact that, like, it, 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 you know, it does make for kind of, like, a good joke. Um, cause Krona's like the, the sort of fish out of water in this situation. But I mean, the fact that when Maka first goes to see Krona and they're not on the bed, but they're like in their corner, um, you know, that's kind of, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how to say it. Like there's, there's like a tragicness to it that, you know, it's like, it kind of is like that way of showing that like they're, they're out of place. Like they're not where they should be. Mm, they're just kind right. of. In, in the corner, just kind of, like, hiding right, over like there. Right, like, even though the bed is more comfortable, the corner is the space that Krona is more familiar with, so even though they're in a better environment, that's, they go to what's familiar, basically, to them. Um, yeah. Even though that familiarity is in itself, like, harmful and toxic. And, and oh. yeah, and, he, like, even in this situation when they're, they're just, like, isolated in a room, it's not like they're hiding from anything, because there's no one else in the room, but yet they're still kind of, like, out in the corner where they like they won't be seen or whatever like i don't know yeah it's just an interesting detail anyway ragnarok comes out there's some banter some <sighs> i'm glad there's not much but uh yeah fan, fan service stuff um oh okay okay this part was good <laughs> so to try and get Krona to open up a bit maka suggests they write a poem <laughs> Yes. And... <laughs> so I actually saw this page out of context bef before reading it, and it made I, I was amused by it um, because, like, well, out of context, it, it was funny in its own way because I didn't know Krona wrote the thing that made everyone depressed. Because like everyone like reads it and they go even Black Star like they go to the corner and it's just one by one, <laughs> and then Krona just joins in yeah. without reading it. <laughs> And Sid does too. Like, he's just like, I wish I'd never been born. He didn't read the poem or anything. He's just like, he just joins in. Yeah, this is probably one of the one of the funnier jokes in in Soul Eater. I think, 
I think I remember it more from the anime just because, I don't know, like, manga has, like, timing and pacing, but for me, it just kind of, with, like, the sound effects and stuff, to just, like, the the sharp cuts, it, I don't know. Yeah, no. It, it's, it's, it's a good gag. Yeah, it's fun. But it's also one of those things where they never explain what's in the poem, so it's like, what, what was it? What was so depressing that everybody... <laughs> right, right. It's kind of like the, like the Karama face in Yohaku show, where it's just something, like... It's so beyond what we could possibly expect that the bet, you know, it's better not to show it because, you know, to prevent that dissonance. So it's left in the air, but also, you know, that's the only way it could have that extreme effect to the characters if we don't see it. And because obviously we're not going to be depressed and go in the corner. <laughs> or if it's even safe for a shonen manga to show. <laughs> um, anyway, the next uh, arc comes into, um, you know, quite what there's the golem going out of uh, order. So Maka and Saul are sent, and Krona are sent to deal with it. We get, as we get introduced to Saul, um, Stein and Marie talk about how, oh, you know, it's strange that the golem is the first one to be, you know, submitting to madness when they're so orderly. So, nor- you know, normally they would be the last and humans would be first because they're talking about Asher's effect on the, uh, the world. Um, you know, so they're like, oh, something's wrong. And just as uh, Maka, and, Maka and Saul find out that, yes, something is horribly wrong. And yeah, I guess, like, with this arc, because, like, I wouldn't say I noticed, like, like with the previous one, I noticed, like, a bunch of ideas with all the characters being established, where with this reading, I mostly was focusing on the big, the, 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 um, the one recurring one, I guess, where there's, like, you know, sort of restraint and madness, and also, you're not being restrained, or, um, and that, that, which also, go- it does tie back into the fear and courage stuff, for sure, especially with, the uh, Maka, and I think it was Clown later, um, like Saw, for example, you know, he's a character who's been restrained for 800 years as he, you know, jumped from body to body and just lived the same life in restraint um, to try and stay out of sight of, you know, DWMA. And now he's like, fuck it, you know, um, with Asher freed, the status quo has changed, so he's going to be completely unrestrained. But he's like, there's the part where he kind of gets existential for a moment where he's like, you know, it doesn't feel right. Um, like... I've been so like restrained so long. I'm not even one percent sure who I am anymore. Um, you know, which doesn't I don't think comes up again during this reading at least. But um, you know, it's been set up, I suppose, since like you know, like I said, not, there's you know only so much that gets resolved during the stretch of chapters. Um, did you have any thoughts on the golem fighting? Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it's a it's a fight. The the more interesting stuff is kind of I mean, because you get like. You get the contrast of um, the the like spider silk like paralyzing Maka and Souls like oh I can't do anything but there's the contrast with with uh, Justin Law because um, yes. he was able to go out without even a weapon uh, or was it without a or meister he, no it was yeah, without a meister because he is a right. weapon duh yes um, and that's the contrast with Soul because Soul is like I can't I can't do any of this but it's yeah like and that, well that was two weapons fighting like, each other yes well because Soul's whole problem is that you know he's like. He doesn't like being with people, and, you know, so his, like, cynicalness is a barrier, and he, you know, keeps himself closed off from other people, and, of course, you know, this causes issues with Maka, who, um, you know, wants to be stronger, but Soul, you know, puts himself in front of her, et cetera, et cetera, where, like, him it being able to, like, fight as his own weapon, he wouldn't need to, like, you know, put Maka in danger, or, you know, he'd just be able to, you know, be alone, and so, like, through Justin and Saw, we kind of see that ideal. Um, for soul so he's you know of course he has that sort of like why can't i do that um but um also i just want to say i saw's fighting style is really cool (laughs) like i like what the shit he does with his chains like because the way he kind of like 
wraps them around himself and like you holds them and uses them and like moves with it like chains in his legs and or feet and like glides along it, it's cool it looks cool yeah because like, i definitely think the art his art has got like he's definitely like, you know it, it's getting good for sure like um i'm still not sure if it's at like fire forces level yet which um you know it's understandable since he you know it's still a few years off but it, it, it it's good it's it's definitely better than it was before um also they introduce a mechanic i don't think they fully explained yet where like justin he like says a prayer and he gets even stronger like he he's able to um you know amplify his powers by doing i guess in this case it's something like related to his person i get i don't i'm not sure exactly um maybe they did explain it in this i feel like it definitely happened again with a different or something um but i don't know it's definitely interesting i'll consider you know that going forward and of course arachnophobia gets revived but um you know, I'll have more to say on her later because uh, Medusa is still the most inter- you know, the best antagonist so far. Um, she's horrible, but that's also part of why she's good. You know. Um, yeah, I I really like uh, talking about the art. I really like Arachne's design with um, like the way that her like coat form has like the like spider legs at the top. Um, and like every now and then, if you get like a close up on her eye, it looks like she's got like the spider web and like the netting okay. at the top of her dress like forms like a web so it's a very i don't know it's a very striking design in getting across that whole like spider aesthetic no yeah the design like he definitely has some good designs like i talked about like medusa's i also really like um since i talked about it last time too but um yeah it's cool um i do like the gag where maka like since she can't move they put her in the coffin and she's like hey don't do that please and Krona is so precious because Krona they bring her bring her a flower like <laughs> like you know for the dead um wait no I, I don't think Krona meant it that way but it's still <laughs> and Maka's like I know how Sid sensei feels with the jokes about you know or the just the the way you know because he's a zombie so and now she's she's dead <laughs> I guess <laughs> uh also, when we first saw Mosquito, for some reason, I definitely thought about the gremlin in um, Soul's Mind, you know, just with the, like, really short character with a round head and a suit, but um, mm-hmm. later they were seen more closely to each other, and I'm like, okay, no, the, like, the details on the suit are completely different, but um, I definitely saw the, like, I don't know, saw them as similar at first for some reason, because, you know, um, but yeah, Arachnophobia is this big group, and now that Arachne is back, uh, they're, they become active again, and that sort of, like, you know, basically, like, Ashura being released, like, again, continues to change everything, um, or, you know, just, just keep things moving forward, which, you know, I guess Medusa, you know, she comes back, too, so, and I, yeah, I guess that that is true, because, like, Stein's kind of, like, losing himself as everything's changing, at where Medusa's, like, at the end of the day, she's the one who wins, so she, I didn't think about that, actually, you know, she's getting more power as things are changing, and Stein's losing himself, so. yeah. It's 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 kind of interesting looking back on this material because I remember I think having a bit of a gripe with um like the way I think Medusa was handled because I was like oh well they're introducing all these new characters but yet they still can't get rid of the old villain like what wh- what's up with that it was a very <laughs> dumb complaint because like now I'm looking back on it I'm like well obviously Medusa contributes so much to the story and is I don't know she's a she's an interesting character to to have around and. You know, she's got she's got her her snakes and whatnot and everything. 
Um, yeah, she's and got she's her, got her a good network. presence. Like the one you, tw- the page you tweeted of her behind Krona, and it's like fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> it, it, like and you know her faces are always good when she does those like evil face. Like ah, she's she's a great piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, um, she's gr- great antagonist. Very well written. Awful, terrible, bad, evil person. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing more of her for sure. Like Arachne, I have no idea. Um, you know, that I definitely, I'll talk, because I, I think, I don't know, I like how he does the animal motifs, um, and, because, you know, I'll have some, I have some comparison between Arachne and Medusa later when they, I'll, I'll bring it up when they have, we have, they interact, but, uh, it's cool. <laughs> Samaka's bedridden, um, <laughs> like, like, she can't even feed herself, so, so like, that, that's kind of funny. Um, Kid, I like <sighs> He's, his symmetry gag is usually pretty, you know, it's like whatever, but I like this one where he's like, because he's thinking about her, and he's like making the, uh, the, the cat, the, like, oh man, this, this, uh, um, sh- these shelves in front of you must have been, this asymmetry must be bothering you, so I'll organize it, like, I just like the thoughtfulness of it, because, you know, obviously it's dumb and only he cares, but, like, he's still thinking of her in her, you know, time of need, you know, when she's dead, unable to do anything, so I was like, yeah, kid, nice, you're being good. Um... Oh, that's right, and they doodle on her face, and uh, obviously it's Black Star's signature. I don't know who put the mustache there, but it's it, she's you know like for some reason the star also makes me think of Satan and that like Satanism, and then she's got the Hitler mustache, so it's like why would you bully Maka like this? <laughs> um. Yeah, and then there's a panel where she's just like, "I will shred your Achilles tendons." Right? She like he, she doesn't let up with that threat. She's gonna like you know make it so you can't move either, like. <laughs> Uh, Stein has another moment with the Medusa. Um, he brings up maybe like, oh, maybe I should quit smoking. You know, like he's thinking about further restraining himself to uh, avoid, you know, losing it. And part of me thought that maybe, maybe if he, you know, stopped being restrained in this area, then maybe he'd be more like he'd be able to like, you know, as a stress relief thing. Um, like, you know, ran, very random example. But like, if you're working out and, and dieting, like they still like, especially like they recommend having like cheat days where you have have like one day every like maybe a month or so where you like you know which it um you just eat whatever you want which is be- good for stress relief and um it helps like yeah even though you do um you know you gain more weight during that period or during that day like it's you're still like again it's good for mental it's good for, like you're able to your body doesn't forget how to process that food where um and basically a lot of stuff like that so you know there well, is you do, actual... you do even get the the like the little scene um it's a little later, but where um, Death Scythe, Amaka's dad, offers uh, like offers him the cigarette or whatever, because you know there's obviously like the, for something like that there will be like withdrawal systems that put you more on edge. Um, so in a way, I don't know. You get, I guess, I don't know how you could see it. Like well, Stein says, like, saying, oh, well, if I quit the smoking, then you know, or like if I can't even do this, then how am I ever going to fight off right, the madness? That's his but like also, sh- that's kind of putting him more on edge might make him less stable so i i don't know yeah well because like when we do see him smoking later he's definitely like not not looking good so it's it is you know the way they use it like that was just an idea i had but the way they use it is definitely like you know him slipping into smoking is his mental state continuing to slip out of order basically um oh and there's also also in the exchange um like Stein mentions, like oh the order the restraint you know put in place is uh put in place by god and medusa you know um counters that you know so like 
Interesting. Yeah, well, see, okay. And someone in the comments said this too, but like, oh, pay attention to Black Star's whole surpassing God thing. I'm like, is God going to become a thing in this manga? Because <laughs> now, now I'm like, like, I know the moon is weird and creepy, and I don't know if it's like, is the moon God? Is the sun God? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know anything. Anyway, um. Well, I mean, you have like. Uh, there's even a point where, like, I think it was Justin, like, he references death as, like, God or whatever. Or maybe he's not referencing death. But, like, he talks in response to or Shinigami. I'm so used as, to the, yeah. the, the dub where he's just death. Um, no, yeah, that's fair. Because, uh, you know, he's definitely, like, a Grim Reaper kind of, like, visually. So, you know, that's what he's supposed to be. So that death makes sense because that's what we also call that. You know, Shinigami just means death god. That's what death is, a death god, you know. So that's fair. But, um, like, I know who you're talking about, for at least, if you said that. Um, but, uh, but you know, you're right, because he even says, like, oh, I have a body of a god. Like, he sees, like, he's, you know, because he is the son of a, of a, of godlike, of a godlike being. So, yeah. Um, so I get, maybe I guess I should have been considering shooting. Well, then there's also the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, um, Ebion. That's the name I was thinking of, you know, who's a, uh, mysterious figure. <laughs> But was considered like on part, you know, that partnered with death. So Shinigami. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's some little bit details like Black Star being mad about um, Maka being hurt and Soul, you know, being tempted by the ogre. You know, the door is always open. Oh yeah, Arachnophobia has Mifune and uh, Angela. Though of course they're threatening Angela, but um, or like yeah, yeah. And um, I, for some, I didn't notice Angela has the uh, chameleon hat last time. Um, you know, fitting her into the an an the whole animal thing all the way, like, you know, Blair, even though, you know, she's apparently not a witch, she still looks like a cat, and then there's the frog, the mouse, the now spider snake, and chameleon, so, so yeah, Blackstar runs into Mifune, Mifune, is it, again, um, um, this fight was definitely good for, like, it was cool, it was cool, like, I like, <sighs> The chain sickle stuff is cool, and then, like, like there's the part where Mifune, like, his fighting style is cool, too, where he just has, like, a, a bunch of swords, and like like there's one part where he like pins the chain down and <laughs> i don't know he does some, it's a cool looking fight <laughs> oh so last time you made fun of him for having so many swords and now now it's cool <laughs> damn it I yeah see. no it's he made it cool <laughs> i i well because last time i didn't know why he had so many swords and i'm like oh wow yeah okay now i know it's cool well because like i guess the contrast between this fight and the last one is that you know mifune wasn't really necessarily taking it seriously like he was looking down so like in the first fight he's kind of looking down on black star he's like oh you're just a kid but then black star kind of gets the one up on him and is able to you know surprise him because he's not not taking him seriously yeah. but then this time he does take black star a little more seriously even though he's still not going all out against black star because he, he didn't have to he was able to to beat him without doing that but he you know this time he saw him as a like oh i've seen you've you've grown you've made progress uh so he at least Gave, put a little more effort in right he he's looking closer at black star now you know and um you know it's still you know they both walk away still but um and we also we got uh mifune's backstory where you know he just you know he cares about kids a lot and i like savaki's so like you should come to school and become a teacher and he's like that, that's that's stupid i would never do that like he's thinking about it though he's he's thinking about it because you know that they would that that definitely seems like it'd be better but at the same time it's like the rules of like dwma and their eternal um crusade against witches keeps um angela not being safe there because you know ultimately she'd just be you know the, an easy final step to getting the weapon 
and so you know they're incompatible even though like by just by the the weird uh you know like we we do learn a bit more about witches like apparently witches are the reasons you know arachne is the the creator of those weapons like to the first one too which made her hated by witches and dwma because you know she's you know, she doesn't have standards for what makes weapons and you know dwma is the strongest and obviously she's the reason that witches are you know um targeted by the schools because of the weapons that you know death needs so yeah <laughs> oh yeah and i guess the other thing is that the uh there's the little thing with the candy um like black servant says oh it's from a it's from a sweet samurai like because he is really nice to kids but also like in like especially with black like with black star like he gave him a harsh lesson it's oh it's actually seaweed flavor it's a bitter pill so like hmm it's you know a little interesting i don't know i'm trying to think about that more a bit more um, maybe more will come when we get more Mifune later, but, um, you know, he can be nice to kids, but, and, you know, like, even his harshness is ultimately, like, positive, because he's, you know, teaching, you know, um, Blacks, like, he forced Blackstar to get better in the first encounter, and, um, he's, even when he leaves, he's like, you should better understand the presence inside Tsubaki so that you could actually, um, use the uncanny sword properly, and as we find out later, him not being able to use the uncanny sword properly is literally killing him, so... See, I guess so far it's like it's the stuff is so far has been like neat, but it's definitely like you know again nothing that like quite got to me emotionally like the Maka Krona stuff. So you know, which is why I say like the baseline good level is higher, but it also doesn't reach the same highs as the first reading for me personally. So hopefully the series comes to though later. <sighs> There's some negative emotions though because we get the mother and daughter. The daughter hates snakes. The mother hates spiders, <sighs> and then. Medusa comes back and takes over the little girl. <sighs> Bitch. <laughs> but yeah, like, so, like, I've no, I've, 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 I don't, I haven't read that many monthly manga, I suppose, but recently I read, you know, I've been reading Soul Eater and I also read uh, Sora no Toshimono, and I think, I don't know, one thing I just noticed about the monthly chapters is them being longer. Like, I definitely think really helps because, like, like, we see more of the life of, you know, Medusa as this little girl. And, you know, we also get, like, stuff, like, DWA talking about the Book of Evian, but, and we, the stuff with the students, um, so it's, like, before she, at the end of, at the end of the chapter, Medusa goes to Arachne, and it's, like, the fact that it's monthly allows it more time to, to have all that little, the little, the littler stuff that I do, I think it's nice, because we, we see the family, we see them reacting to Medusa taking over, um. You mean (laughs) filler? (laughs) So, uh, monthly chapters just means filler. Obviously. No! Um, no one cares about the slice of life elements. It's all about... Well, I don't even know why I'd call it slice of life. It's not <laughs> what it is. Yeah, it's because it, it's definitely like... like the, the, When she scares the shit out of the mom, it's like... Because she's making creepy Medusa faces. Like, of course it's going to be scary. But um, she's just trying to like play the part of the little, the little girl until Arachne shows up. And she's just immediately like kills the spider. And really, like, the, the way the spider... It's like graphically destroyed basically like, you, like when she pulls her hand away she's still got like a leg of the spider stuck to her and there's goop and it's it's really gross <laughs> um but um i guess like it see it's weird because it doesn't seem super like you know she just leaves and she doesn't hurt the family and you know in leaving she keeps them out of danger even though also she abducted their daughter so i don't know um i guess you know she since she doesn't care like about you know, destroying, like, Krona, you know, it's, she's just an, or Krona's just an object to her, um, so, like, you know, she, but she won't destroy anything she doesn't, like, need to, you know, she didn't randomly kill the family. Well, yeah, there's, there's also, um, 
I don't know. There, I guess you could say maybe there's even something to that because um, you brought up Krona, and obviously Medusa. Um, just because Krona wasn't uh, like the experiment with Krona wasn't working, Medusa didn't go so far as to you know kill them because oh well now things have changed and now Krona is actually useful. So that that pawn is still on the table. Um, and so yeah, maybe the this family like yeah, it could be like oh maybe the family will be of use to her or even or even if like the fact that they're not of use to, like there's no reason either or to kill them so like why bother like it's just extra effort perhaps you mm. know so I, like I definitely don't think it's like a mercy or like kindness thing but you know it's it's like she's not just so senseless as to just kill randomly I suppose is she's what I'm noticing. basically uh, like a long running Shonen Jump author she leaves her oh she leaves her plot threads on the table to maybe come back to them later. <laughs> Threads? I thought that was Arachne's deal. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm terrible. So anyway, Stein's teaching about um, dual arts and how um, you know, te- you know, teams can also soul resonate to get even more power. Also, I, I see. I saw what you were implying before with Ox because, like, you're just like, oh, it's interesting for him to reveal, you know, to expl- introduce his character through the side. Uh, or, or, or like on the side in, in this you know less consequential chapter like this and i'm like uh, okay and then no now ox is like an actual character and doing things and you know appears in the brew arc and i'm like okay now i understand why math was because you know obviously the brew arc was adapted so um well yeah because otherwise you know, um even if i didn't know ahead of time i would have seen this new character being introduced and it's like huh they didn't really do anything like they were just name dropped and they were in like a panel uh and that was kind of it yeah yeah, so, and now he, he's a dude who does things, and, you know, Lightning King, he's a nerd. <laughs> so, yeah. And, yeah, there's some gags in the fight with, uh, like, he keeps zapping first, like, first Blackstar, then Blackstar and Maka. <laughs> and Blackstar just destroys him out of anger. Like, oh, what, what, it's a class about teamwork, yet you knocked out your partner. <laughs> like, nice going. But, yeah, anyway, we see Arachne's uh, group for a bit before oh, Medusa comes in. We get get a bit of an interaction. What did you think about the interaction between the two? I think the the part that I had noted down, um, thinking, oh, maybe this will come up later. Uh, there's, um, well, it was like when she first shows up, and um, there's the whole point about uh, Arachne is talking about how oh Medusa showing up herself, like it's you know it takes a lot of nerve to come in like this by yourself uh, to go into enemy territory alone or whatever. Um, and kind of like what she did with DWMA, where she says, I have to experience everything for myself, uh, or I can't really, like, make it real. Um, whereas Arachne has all her minions do things for her. She just kind of sits back in her lair and lets all her, you know, she lets her pawns go out and, and um, you know, do all the dangerous stuff. And she just kind of waits for them to do it. Um, but whereas, right, like, which, with Medusa, she yes. will also do that. She'll have, like, as we see, she has other, she has spies kind of infiltrating everywhere. Um, so she's able to kind of play against both sides. But she's also willing to go in herself and take the risk for, like, a bigger reward sort of thing. Yeah, well, because you said it yourself, um, like, you know, Arachna's patient. She's a spider. She spins her webs of influence, basically. Um and, well, because what I noticed, because, like, apparently 800 years ago, Medusa was the one who betrayed Arachne and led to her being, you know, sort of stuck in spider form for, you know, 800 years. So, and she now she has the, the frog spy um, in Arachne's, like, like group. So, you know, she's got her fangs prepped, basically. Cause, you know, that like, the, even the snake is, the, you know, the one who, like, 
the backstabbing, like the animal that people use for like that kind of analogy, like, you know, oh, you're a snake, you're a two time or, you know, or, or something like that. Um, so of course she's, you know, up to sneaky shit. Um, but yeah, she's also like, you know, Fang, she's the one who acts like she's, you know, Fang, spider, snakes just do things, you know, themselves where spiders just wait patiently, so to speak. So of course Medusa would be the one to go up front and do things herself. Like even, yeah, I guess even, um, back in the, in the in Medusa invasion, like, you know, the first thing they ran into was the snake's fangs, you could say, Medusa. So like I said, I like the, how he's doing, what he's doing with the animal motif. It's fun. And I thought that there was another moment later, um, like after the the brew retrieval thing happens and they end up so Medusa's group ends up with the real tool but um you know arachnophobia they end up having like the broken fake the fake thing right, but yeah. they're able to use it as like a bluff which i also thought was kind of interesting um yeah and i guess cuz it's you know it's a, it's another one of those um what's the word i'm looking for i can't think of the word if you have something to say, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, the, like both the antagonists sort of won in a sense, even though one of them definitely like lost, you know, with, um, but uh, yeah, that, so it's kind of neat, you know, neat going forward, I guess, that both, you know, both the antagonists have something over DWMA where um, Arachne has, appears to have um, brew where Medusa actually has it. So, but um, it, it's something skipping ahead a bit too. I think, I think also, what, um, like just thinking of the different ways in which they do things, um, because you know Arachne's not going in and doing it herself. You could say that maybe that's giving Medusa the chance to. I mean, Medusa's not doing it herself either. Um, but you know, Medusa seemed it like in this arc or this stretch in particular, it seemed like she was having more success in thwarting the plans and kind of ending ending up with the the bigger rewards because of the her way of doing things. Whereas, um, you know, like. Arachne, she's yeah, she's got true. this bluff. She doesn't have the actual weapon, and I don't know if that also kind of plays into, you know, doing something yourself and assuming the danger versus you know using things and kind of um, staying back. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe yeah, because that is that's interesting. Um, and there there will be more of them all, obviously. So I'll definitely keep that in mind going forward. Also, I thought that it was mentioned that there were like three sisters, and I don't know if the third yes, there will... were the three Gorgon sisters: Arachne, Medusa, and another one who we don't know anything about yet. If they uh, are still alive at all, or I mean, which I wouldn't mean, surprise me considering I, they're both eight hundred years old as is. Yeah, I'd so, assume that the third one gone. is out there somewhere. Like we know that Arachne is um, Medusa's older sister, but I don't think it's ever stated if like Medusa is, is the there, youngest. It, yeah. Is or... Medusa the middle sister or the youngest sister? Right. Um, we don't know. So, Oh, that's right. I had also wanted to mention earlier. Um, cause we kind of been talking about it off the podcast, Medusa's whole, like the whole like body swapping thing. Like she takes over oh, a new yeah, host. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess you, you had said that it's kind of like a snake shedding its skin. Um, so it would kind of right. play well, into you compare... I didn't even similar think about motif it you, cause... with like Orochimaru. Yes. Yes, where, um, where, cause yeah, they, they just take over other host bodies and that becomes, you know, that, that was a whole big thing with Orochimaru and now Medusa's doing the same thing. And yeah, my, my, my first assumption, if it, cause since they're both snake thing antagonists is, you know, sh- a snake shitting its skin. So I'm wondering if this is maybe a trope from something else that they're both borrowing from, like that kind of thing, or is it just them both having the same idea because, because they're having these snake themed antagonists, you know? Um, so, you know. Um, interesting to consider because yeah, I didn't think about it until you brought it up. So, so anyway, they're um they're hanging out at a at a party at the school. Everyone, um, Liz is trying to hit on boys, and then like Patty and Soul or no, is that 
No, it's Black Star, but not Soul. I'm stupid. Um, they pretend to be Liz's like children to to keep like they just. I don't know why. It's I don't know. It's just silly. Um, and then there's a there's a moment where where Krona is uh, um, feeling relaxed, and they're just like, what was I saying? Before I kind of interrupted. Uh, something about the party. Oh yeah, no, I just like that. Um, you know, Krona's um, everyone's like being nice and friendly to Krona. Like Krona's accepted and in a good environment. Oh yeah, it, uh, yeah. You have all the different ways in which the characters are kind of trying to connect with Krona. Like you've got, uh, you you have kid who's just kind of being I don't know polite and reserved and just kind of like you know go at your own pace. And then Blackstar's like, hey, and you know just kind of as black star be just getting all up close and personal and being like, you know, kind of I'll beat up do- people who don't, who, you know, um, pick on you. Who's <laughs> like, yeah, well, he's just ready to fight. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good. Um, but and of there's course also this is comes, or, oh, not, not, not death flags, but like, you know, it's the setup that something bad's going to happen. Like you give us the, <laughs> yes. the high point. It's the, the sadness, right, the, like, the, the depression exactly, flags. Yeah. Kron- oh, kron has got this all good, uh, Man, Krona's got a good here. Oh no, there, yeah, it's like something bad must be about to happen, <laughs> right? Um, also, there's a bit with Soul and the because the and the piano, which uh, comes up later, uh, for sure. But um, like they 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 do mention yes, <laughs> they do mention that like he's played it once before for Maka, and that's part of like why they were able to become a pair. Um, but uh, at, now he's not so keen on playing it. So we'll we'll blah, blah, that mid foreshadowing, you know that we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, anyway, then we get a, get a kid focused arc, um, where he has to, they're, they're, they need to go grab a demon tool from the, the desert. <laughs> There's a gag I like at the opening where, um, they're like, wait, you have a super, you know, your skin, you, you know, the body of a, a Shinigami there, you know, therefore you don't need the cloak. And he's, he's like, like, yeah, like, but the, the cloak, cloak is cool. <laughs> it's cool though. Like, <laughs> but I also like how it even feeds into explanation of his, of his, with his hair. And the stripes, so he can't, because the dye won't stick either, so he can't dye the asymmetry part of himself. So I'm, I, that's that's a good little, you know, detail where it's like, you know, this this benefit that he has with the, the strength of his body also is, you know, it, it also it, he's imperfect in a way, or it keeps the imperfection rather. So that's nice. Um, and also, this was where, where I was really noticing there because I really like the like the tr- like the train. It's the way that it's very like exaggerated, like the, with the cur like the curves to sort of you know highlight how it's moving and the, just the wildness of it, I thought was cool. Like, this is where I really started to notice, like, yeah, the art's gotten better, for sure. Um, um, I, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't think I have much to say about, like, I don't remember if I have much to say about, like, the actual, like, fighting or um, anything. I'm going to skim through and see if I change my mind, but... Uh, there was the... The one thing I distinctly remember is the part where he's, like, skating up the, sk- the sand dune... And instead of it being like a symmetry gag, it's like, oh, he actually is kind of interested in skating. He's like, it would be disrespectful to the dunes to not do a, a couple tricks. <laughs> right. That was that was funny. Um, and yeah, yeah he was um, wasn't co- commenting on like symmetry or asymmetry in that case. So um, I, I didn't think about that. Um, but it, I don't know. I guess I thought it was kind of interesting in that it's characterizing him through something other than just the one. Yeah, gag. that's that's probably it, right? Right, because like that is you know fair. But um, I did. I think someone in the comments said that like you know his stuff is a slow burn. So you know, um, like again, you know, I, I don't think I found anything super obnoxious this time. But so, um, but you know, I'm still waiting for him to get the the good stuff. Uh, because I like again, because I, I I feel like what I was picking up on last time, you know, is sort of 
you know, I, 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 it feels, it feels right. Um, even though I, like it could be wrong and it, there, hopefully, you know, there could be way more to it, which I, I, that would be cool too. Um, but you know, I'll just, you'll see what comes. Um, and this is, oh, duh, that's what, okay. I'm, I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> I just realized something that, uh, actually kind of feeds into what I was talking about last time, because like when he, you know, like we got the, um, <clears throat> the guy with the gas mask or whatever. And he's talking about how like, oh, maybe, um, you know, you know, oh, Ebiana, like he's talking about the Ebiana and Shinigami connection and how, and, um, like kids, kids like, oh, you're trying to insult my father. And I just realized like, cause he idolizes his father and sees him as perfect, but, um, obviously he's, we, you know, death is, even though he's the strongest being, like, he's also just another being. So it's like, you know, I guess what this is the service of is it's starting to like wear away to add at the perfect, like the perfect, like being he sees his father as when, you know, he, where he's also had his flaws and issues. Like apparently he worked with Ebion or Avon. I, I keep Ebion. What? I, I've been saying Ebion the whole time. I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> Avon. <laughs> God, there's going to be comments like, wow, crossword's pronunciation. I'm like, I can't say words. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, my, dyslexia. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know how I did that. Why I did that. Um, but yeah, like, like, and he, the guy was about to reveal pretty important secrets. So Sid murdered him uh, while he was trying to explain it. Uh, so yeah, death's apparently not as perfect as Kid has, you know, led himself to believe. And yet, uh, you know, so that again, it doesn't get payoff, but it's it's good build up. And I didn't realize, uh, you know, what it was in service to until just now. <laughs> I said arc, but it really was just like a chat, like you know, two cha- within two chapters, and then. We go back to the school. Chrono's saying goodbye. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Medusa shows up. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, the, for, for the specific uh, screenshots I have to go off of, I have, like, in the order that they are, I have, like, Chrono smiling, and then the next thing is the, the image, like, the full page, where it's just Medusa in the alley looking all shady and shit, and it's like, no, fuck you, go away. <laughs> uh and then mm, she, fuck, what, what's really hateable, like, because, like, the scary shit is, like, okay, obviously something bad's gonna happen, but then immediately that goes away, and, and Medusa's smiling softly, and, like, I missed you, Cron. No, you didn't. Oh, no, now you this, care about this your... scene is so your, uncomfortable to read, because it's mm. very, uh, it's, it's, like, the worst kind of abuse, because it's, like, oh, like, the way that she talks and, like, frames the conversation, like, oh... You know, forget for, ignoring everything that she had said before. Like, oh, I don't, I don't need Corona now. She's like, oh, I'm so happy you recognized me, and she's like trying to like relate to Corona and be more. Only you can do. You only you can help me with. Yeah, this. and I, um, I've been very worried about you, Corona. And there's a, and then like the way she completely, like it's very similar to like gaslighting, where she like is, like, warping Krona's perspective. Like, oh, continue spying for me as you have been. And it's like, of course that's what you've been doing, right? Like, you've been working for me. Like, you haven't been... You don't You don't have your own independence. And it's like, oh, you'll do it for your mother. And... Ah! Oh, now you're Krona's mother. Okay? Yeah, sure. God. She's a bitch. She's a witch. <laughs> she should... Ah! I mean, like, it's a very... It's and a very... Krona's expression... Ugh. It's like yeah, it's it's it's, it's a very it's all, good it's just so shitty. Like yeah. it's a very good portrayal of that kind of dynamic and like the the abuse and how that all is but like uh, she's a terrible person. <laughs> Medusa's awful but uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And like Cronus's expression like yeah, I, I understand ma'am. Like not mom, ma'am. Like 
but then um like the the face kind of makes afterwards where like there's like the edge of his smile but obviously the art brows are very apprehensive and yeah um because yeah medusa is ultimately the person Cronin has known the longest so and yeah she's very manipulative and shitty and uh god <laughs> maybe we should have read more because we're already at the, the last arc almost of the reading no there's still there's actually two because there's brew and clown but uh I do think that the placement of the bonus chapter, it was a very good uh, tonal relief chapter. Because after that, I was I was feeling like a little anxious after reading that Corona chapter. I was like, oh, this is <laughs> this is pretty dark stuff. Um, and then it's just like Excalibur. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a little bit first of like kid, like kid in the library trying to research Avon. Um, and yeah, Corona is getting like anxious about having to spy. And oh, yeah, that's right. Because uh, Corona... Um, feeds the the snake to uh marie oh no that's right i forgot about that too no right so it, 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 it yeah it, the, the bonus chapter is right after like that that chapter does happen first but um and then we, we do get the bonus chapter right after like you seeing Krona. oh yeah no yeah that's right because it is right after like because uh, at the end of the chapter um god the imagery is so good in these last few pages um, ending with Krona in the corner, and the, with the way the corner's like like it's bent, and it's in the shadows in the corner is really, and she and Krona's like sniff crying and sniffling, and ah! yeah, it's yeah, and you've got like the um, even before we're, like with the bed, like it looks like it's got like the madness or whatever, like the shadows yeah, like almost dripping off it. Um, yeah, and like the the light from the window is also forming like hands like reaching toward Krona, and then yeah. in the next panel you see Medusa reaching out her hands, and it's like. Fuck! Like, oh my god! It's it seems like like Medu- like you know since Krona's now betrayed the school, like Medusa's the only light Krona has. It seems, but it's also it's Medusa. So, yeah, and god. it's it's because ah. ah, like Med- Medusa is intentionally like she's doing a very effective job of like because like it, it's it's like I really do like the way that this frames everything because it you know Krona by all accounts, is in a situation where they are free from Medusa. They are in, like, the perfect place to be able to move on and, like, move forward. But that, you know, Medusa being able to, like, twist and warp that perspective, um, it's very, it's very, like, effective at portraying what that kind of, like, toxic dynamic can do to people. Because even if Corona is by all, by all, you know, seemingly Krona's as far away from free, me- but Krona is not mentally free at all basically well yeah because like Krona um, even has potentially the resources there like people that could help them like maka and and people you know. who've said that like you're we accept you know we accept you like we're like black star said you know if anyone messes with you i'll beat him up like he's ready to fight medusa if he needs to but, like, that, but that's I'll, just how how deep um the the like trauma for medusa runs and how much it can like warp Krona's perspective to Krona thinking that they're like you know completely hopeless like th- there's nothing they can do and it's at the it's also at the part where you know they're struggling to change but they're trying to change and medusa's medusa twists that perspective to be like oh no you can't change you 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 can you were never even trying like, to even change. Krona, yeah even Krona trying to change like and by joining dwma she twisted that to being a spy like oh yeah you've like you, you know you're already working for me isn't that great like you know exactly it, what to do like that's just a part of your nature you are my child therefore you are you know you're i definitely service, like, do ah. get i do, I do th- after that specifically i was definitely like feeling parallels to like kilua and ilumi 
um, and how no, well, you know, when you brought up the the like the the insidiousness of the niceness, I thought of you know Silva, you know, like mm-hmm. definitely like you know child abuse. You know, we we we've, we've talk, talked about it a bit, or we've you know we, we literally just talked about it with Hunter Hunter. So you know, absolutely, yeah. Or did you have more to say? Or well, well, yeah, because like Kilua is kind of like in the Hunter exam. Um, there's like the part where he is like, oh. Uh, or Ilumi says, like, oh, you know, you can't make friends, even though Kilua had already made friends, like, he had already developed that friendship with Gon, but he's, but, it, the, like, the the abuse r- ran so deep that he's, like, he was, you know, it was enough to make him doubt himself, and it's kind of the same with Corona here, where, you know, even though they very clearly have these strong connections and people who'd be willing to help them, um, there's still, you know, the history behind it that Corona is able to doubt that, and uh, it's, you know, it, it's... You know, a little, little uncomfortable to read. It's a, it, it, you know, but it's like it's that's because it's like really good at getting yeah, that right. That exactly. you know those those ideas across. It is basically the last we see of Chrono this stretch of chapters, but uh, now that now that we talk about, it, I think yeah, the Chrono stuff is still the best. Like Maka, not that Maka doesn't get good stuff, but but like, damn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like and, that. That's that's what I'm talking about when I say like, oh, Chrono is like way above like. I, I'd still say with this chapter that the Corona stuff is on like a, another level for me. Um, and anytime <laughs> no, yeah, they're on fair. screen, I am like more invested in the story because I the... must protect this young child. Corona <laughs> <laughs> needs protecting. Someone has saved her. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to when this comes to a head because, you know, Corona is going to keep beating themselves up about all this, but uh, they're going to accept her anyway. Accept them anyway. Eh, them anyway. Eh. <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, all right. So anyway, yeah. Bonus chapter. Um, the return of it. Well, we get Hero, and who who's uh, eh, eh, okay. <laughs> like Excalibur is ridiculous. Like the fucking <laughs> where um, Blackstar calls him calls him out on like at least get your story straight, and then it's like it just uses the exact same image of Excalibur for like one, two, three, four. Five, is there a two-page spread in there of that? It's face? a two-page spread of just that fucking face, <laughs> right? I was about to say one of those five panels is is a giant two-page spread of Excalibur's just blank ass expression, and Blackstar gets pissed off at him. Like you know, if if you can't you know get your story straight, you know, don't interrupt. And so and so he just doesn't say anything at all. Like he refuses to get his story straight. Um. And it also introduces, like, in particular, um, Killick, who, um, you know, becomes a character from here in the Bruce stuff. Um, and, you know, Hero destroys, the like, destroys everyone even, like, like easily with Excalibur. Um, and then proceeds to go on, like, a power rampage with harassing girls and stuff, which is like, goddammit. Um, and uh, then, of course, it doesn't work out with Excalibur. Because he doesn't like the sneezing, and it's like, okay, sure, you know, levity before after the dark stuff, but uh, you know, oh well, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if this character will ever come up again. It was kind of just like an eh chapter, but I, I thought it was at least kind of effective that he, yeah, but like ugh. you know, balancing the levity because you know, but after the Chronos stuff and before the Brew arc, um, so yeah, that makes no, it, it's fine. It's just like you know, I was just like eh, you know, like some of it was funny. It's just some of it was that I was just like eh on so you know. No, no, yeah, Hero himself, he's just like a, he's a, he's a total scrub. Um, <laughs> like what what he does as soon as he gets the power, um, and then he just goes back to getting stomped on, and it's like you know what, we can't really feel simp. Like they they take the character who is like oh he he's he's bullied and stuff, but then they make it 
So that it's like, well, you know, he's not he's not that great Maybe of a person he... anyway, so it's not like I can bring myself to care. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, But he also is just kind of this one-off character, it seems. Um, so it's like, do, does he matter? Yeah. <laughs> does it matter right. if I don't feel sympathy for him? Yep. Um, anyway, moving on to the last arc of the reading. Um, Brew has been found. It's a, it's a big deal. Um, we get a bit of Black Star training with Subaki and um oh that's right they're doing more team resonance and he's like he's now like he's you know i guess they like they point out that black stars now faced more failure than he ever has and you know so now he's getting really like touchy like you know he doesn't want to lower himself to maka's level because he's like why should i limit myself to to resonate with you when i should just be the strongest um and of course yeah we find we do find out that he's literally dying um i think not maybe not now but later um and yeah, Maka gets annoyed at him and, like, you know, she's trying to understand him and get him to open up, which isn't working. And, um, you know, of course, that's the thing with Soul as well, though not, you know, that that, that comes up later. Um, and, you know, Subaki talks with Maka and they, you know, they realize that, or she realizes that, like, you know, maybe, you know, even if she doesn't understand Blackstar, they're still friends and they should still be able to trust each other. And that's sort of the 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 crux of the Soul Resonance, the team Soul Resonance um, so they're able to pass so that they can go on the brew, uh, thing. Oh, yeah, and then there's, like, a moment where, like, Maka does the, you know, hit me trope and Blackstar hits her. Um, and <laughs> she's smiling and see, and, and, well, this one struck me because this is, like, this, I don't, I don't know, it's, 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 it's good that, like, because Maka's, she's a girl, yeah, and, like, but, like, that's not made, um, like, like the fact that she's happens to be a girl doesn't seem to be like that big of a thing, really. Like, yeah. kid doesn't say like, oh, you know, like the way he says like, oh, you should have gone, you could have gone easy on her, on her. Like, it doesn't feel like it's because it's a girl. It's because she just happens to be the weakest of them. You know, like the fact that she's a girl doesn't like make that big of a difference. Is I think yeah, it's, it, it's nice. the way it's it's phrased as opposed to being like, how could you hit a girl or whatever. Um. Right, right, and Ma- yeah, she's just like treated. She's just like a normal character who happens to be a girl. And, like, it's not, like, yeah, and it's good. It's cool. And, um, because, and, yeah, like, um, you know, and, yeah, she's just the main character. And, uh, yeah, it's nice. Um, like, refreshing is what probably the word I'm trying to use. Um, I also think it's kind of funny how, like, afterwards she's got, like, that smile on her face. And then she's, like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> she's very good. Because <laughs> she just got punched in the face. Anyway, they they keep mentioning a line, but I, uh, about how you know brew is only suited to those who would actually create a tempest, and I definitely want to talk about that line. But I'll do it. I'll do it at the very end when we find out who. Well, I mean, we already mentioned it, but we, we find we see who gets it. Um, actually, I'm remembering that like Maka and Blackstar conflict when I when I it was another thing where like when I first watched it in the anime, I was like, why do they have beef with each other? Like this seems like it's not it wasn't really set up. Like why is it why is it being me- melodrama? <laughs> But but now going through it, it's just kind of like I mean it was fine. It, just it sounds like yeah, chapter. it sounds like this is you're having a similar thing with your old Soul Eater takes that I did, um, though perhaps way more with my fairy tale takes. Um, <laughs> you know, because I mean, at least I, I didn't make an analytical score on Soul Eater. <laughs> right, right. Like, and you only, like you only gave it a five because you still like stuff from it, obviously. Where I can yeah. so, I get fairy tale a one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it for no for bad reasons. God. I was dumb, and, but no, I just just the way you you keep bringing up like, man, I used to think this, but now I'm like, yeah, I, I've been there. Don't worry. So, but um, uh, though it'll probably slow down after this because like I'm, I'm curious as to hear about the anime ending. Um, do so, but we don't get to the point where the anime ends. 
is what you're saying? What? Or... I think it might have already started branching off because I don't think I don't think I remember the clown villain being a part in the, of the anime, well, but uh, maybe my memory Bach is just bad. That, yeah, Bach update said that the the anime like adapts up to volume ten, and this reading goes to volume eleven. So I would assume that they gave like an anime original ending to the brew arc in some way. Or um, no, because like the brew d- arc happens, and then there's like an arc after that. That so they do the an climax. anime original ending arc where the manga just goes into clown and proceeds from there. I assume. I, I so, would okay. probably be able to explain it better once I know where the next arc goes. Because I've uh, gotcha. So this so, is just like literally the worst possible time to discuss the uh, <laughs> the uh, anime original ending. So. Yeah, because like I could talk about what happens, um, but I don't 100% know for sure if that doesn't at all happen in Right, because they might have just skipped the clown arc and adapted st- from stuff late. I don't know, yeah. Um, and maybe some of the comments will have it more fresh, or they'll already have read the manga, so they'll know that, yeah, the next stuff is completely Although, original. Although, as, and, you know, like, as we'll we see. were going through the first stretch of chapters and I and I was getting more of a better idea of like the whole fear conflict, I feel like, at least thematically, the... The ending of the anime might not even be all that bad, um, because like there, in the conflict with with clowns specifically, there's the talk of like, you know, uh, fear Madness is kind of the antithesis yes. to bravery and courage, and I remember that being uh, a point oh, a in the ending of, of the gotcha. anime. It might have just been more like the ideas were okay, but like the execution. But again, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, someone apparently something about um, Maka turning into like turning into a weapon or something. I don't know. That sounds like. Or that, that I believe they were describing the anime um, ending, so maybe that like, that wasn't set up well enough, or like I, I don't yeah I don't know maybe I, I don't know even know if that's something that'll happen in the manga or not. Like that was just something that someone in the comments mentioned, so I, I don't know if I should have mentioned that, but oh well, I'm sorry. Um, so they're going to uh, find Brew. It's in this magnetic field that you can't stand for more than 20 minutes, which I, we find out why later. You know their plan is um, see, and at this point we know that like. We know exactly what Medusa's been doing, like, done to Marie and, you know, it, the influence it's meant to have on Stein. So it's, like, the fact that these two are the ones going into the, the magnetic field, with like, and that's the plan. It's like, oh, you know, yeah. this isn't going to turn out well. Um, you know, and then we get introduced to the other students from the school, um, Oxford, um, Kim, and Killick, who's, I would not have been able to remember most of their names. Well, especially because, like, I think at the end of the chapter, there's a reveal with one of them. Or two of them, rather. Uh, and I, I was like, oh, wait, I should uh, should I know these characters? Because <laughs> they kind of um, don't do a whole lot and don't didn't stick out to me. And then I went back and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I do know these characters. Um, but we'll talk about that later. So, yeah, all the forces move out to the island. Um, Saw gets into another fight with Justin. Sid get like, the, they, they kind of resume battles, like, you know, Mifune and... Um, Sid kind of like well, Sid was gonna snipe Mifinet earlier, but uh, he got out of the way, and but now they got a real fight, and then you know Justin and uh, Saw obviously fought at the start of the reading. Um, Maka can't, uh, you know, Stein and Marie go in. Maka can't sense them, so she they decide to follow. Um, kind of just goes into things. I'm realizing <laughs> like there's still quite a bit to go, but they, like they're already like everyone's fighting, and you know they go into the magnetic field, and we see the. Uh, um, Shinigami san as sama as an old a younger um his younger form like because the magnetic field is also like a window to the past where they get to see things uh redone you know as they used to be um before everything you know the betrayal happened and the weapon exploded or the explosion that's right because like arachne's plan was to like 
you know, um, retrieve the weapon in 800 years. So the explosion was part of the plan, but, uh, you know, and th- then this is the climax of that. They're the climax of that, but, uh, it didn't work out in her, <laughs> in her favor. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I don't have much to say. Like I'm just skimming through and like things are happening, but, uh, like, you know, Stein slipping into madness, uh, cinnamon finale fighting. Oh yeah. Then the kids run into mosquito who, um, you know, transforms and starts their fight. Oh yeah, M- Mosquito is another character. Um, having more like flashbacks to my thoughts from five years ago. Um, I was like, ugh, this <laughs> like when in the the Black Star fight when he gets like shot. Uh, I'm like, well, why didn't he just die? Like, why is he still here? He's not even an interesting <laughs> villain. <laughs> Which is like, we don't even really know much about him yet. <laughs> Well, see, and I wonder, did did he, um, was he the, you know, sort of start of your dislike of characters who just get bulkier and stronger, which, uh, he, like, I remember we talked about in Bleach, and, uh, because <laughs> he does that. But no, he has more, he has a little bit more, at least, with his, like, mosquito thing, but I just thought about that as you were saying old opinions out about mosquito. I'm like, oh, yeah, he just gets bigger, and, uh, like, that's a th- <laughs> I mean, maybe. Um, I don't know if he would have been the start. I feel like it would have gone even further back than him. But okay, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I, just I mean, like about maybe that maybe there's more to him that will come up later. Because uh, like I do think the whole dynamic of arachnophobia, where there's um, you know Arachne herself, who is very kind of reserved and kind of hangs back and is kind of more proper, um, and then you have. Uh, chainsaw guy who is very saw, vulgar yeah, yeah. see and... i forgot his name too it's literally just saw <laughs> oh well yeah you, you've saw who's very vulgar and um you know brash and like in your face um and then you have mosquito who is i don't know kind of in between ish like he's definitely more of the 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 proper sophisticated kind of um you know he likes the finer things and so when saul just like cuts the limousine in half he's like you whelp or whatever <laughs> yeah right he's got a properness to him you know front and uh experience of course because he's old um but i guess there's like i guess with him maybe i don't i don't know what what the idea could kind of play off of at this point but you know the way that he's always kind of going back i guess with all these characters being so old like he definitely also has the thing where his ability is literally like rewinding time and like gaining his older form um, so he's kind of got that, like that stuck in the past sort of, um, vibe That's going true. on. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, I'm not to think about if that factors into the rest of the fight, um, which we're about to get to in a moment. Um, cause Marie and Stein come out of the, the magnetic field, you know, she's, you know, like she's trying to keep the other students out and like, she's done, you guys will get expelled and they're like, are you, if we, if we can't protect our friends, it's not worth being de- students anyway. <laughs> like, um, you know, because she, she's, you know, unable to help them because she can't go back into the field. Um, and, of course, Stein's slipping. He's starting, like, he's just starting, like, um, he's like, oh, this is, everything is my responsibility. I'm the failure. And he's, like, laughing. Like, he's he's not restrained anymore. He's losing it. Um, oh, yeah, and there's also a moment in the fight that uh, with Saw and Justin that I thought was interesting because, like, he's, like, saying, oh, yeah, the because you're listening to music, your, your attacks have a rhythm to him. And Justin's like, no, they don't. Like, what are you saying? Like, that's not true. There's no evidence for that. Like, and I, I, the way I see it is that, like, Justin is using the music and he's he's restraining himself in some way, where Saw is trying to get him to be unrestrained, basically, and it, it wasn't working. So that was about the only thing. Well, I yeah, because ju- Justin's comeback is, you know, I, I can read your lip or no, what was it? 
or it was no, like, he said like I don't even have to read your lips to know what you're gonna to know what yeah, that was vulgar, right? And right, it, and it like it. and it pisses him <laughs> off, and he's like, "See, I, I told you, right?" Where so um so yeah, I, I'm curious as to how how that uh conflict will evolve because you know that will definitely like that it really comes with with Maka later, but it's definitely throughout. Um, though there's um okay, ooh yeah, now we're getting to the so yeah during the mosquito fight where um. Yeah, it's cool. like the the art is really cool with the the like the that there's the one um, where you see Soul's back as he's uh, coming to the piano and like the piano like the way oh yeah that that one's a really good it just with like really the big good. yeah sort of the darkness and like the kind of lighting to it yeah and Soul finally like opens up to every to to everyone and um like they even talk about how like though if he, you know the way he's like sealing himself off and he's not living like oh your soul is rotting out from under you um the way he's detached and not making connections so he um you know he he lets he lets loose um and through that they're able to like get strong enough so that it can uh, soul resonate and actually um start making um you know progress against mosquito but yeah they're all, they more fight to a um a standstill and mosquito decides to you know transform again so they uh, retreat um because also the explosion is happening in the past of the the destruction you know the um destruction of the whole place and supposed destruction of brew but uh <sighs> that's right they get out and marie's like d- defying orders like that and then she hugs them because <laughs> she's just glad that they're safe uh marie's good <laughs> but yeah um you know, the arc winds down um it's suspected that um arachne has brew uh, they don't, but of course, like, like, as you know, like we said that she rolls with it. She's like, well, they don't know that we don't have it. <laughs> um, but then it turns out Medusa does have it. And I guess the, I guess why I figure is cause like, you know, Brew or, you know, Brew belongs to the person who will make the Tempest and, you know, the te- she like, you know, she's going to be, she, she, she's about change and move, go and like, you know, and also destruction, destroying the old and, you know, com- coming in with the new. And that's what a Tempest is. It's like this big force of movement and, you know, destruction. So she's the one who who bring the tempest. So she's the one yeah. who, who gets it, basically. Yeah, because um, you have um, DWMA, which is about like upholding the status quo and keeping things as they are now, and trying to stop the the spread of madness and everything. Um, yeah, Arachne. I don't. I would, I'm not sure if I could quite pin. Like we know how she operates with like manipulation and the threads and patience, but um, maybe I just missed it. But I'm I'm not sure what her ultimate goal is aside from just fighting with DWMA, where Medusa like you know we know her you know her, her ideals from her talks with Stein. So um, you know um, I'm sure we'll get characterization for Arachne at some point because you know that stuff with Medusa is like right at the start of the Medusa invasion, even if though we knew she was antagonist before then. So again, I think it's just another symptom of the awkward uh, yeah I know, think place I broke up the reading. Well, yeah, because I think up to um, this point, um, I think up to this point, a key difference. And I mean, given the amount of chapters we read, it's about as long as Medusa kind of got in the spotlight. But Medusa felt like she just had a lot more presence. Um, but up to this yeah, point, Arachne also, doesn't feel as I don't know. Yeah, she doesn't well, feel as imposing yet. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, well, because I was even because like I think and part of the reason for that is that Medusa wasn't competing with anyone. Where now, like Arachne is also like Medusa is also getting stuff with like Krona and in the background, so it's like you know Arachne has been in about the same amount of the story uh, you could say. Yeah, but there's but also Medusa been the focus on Medusa, is, right? So that which take so even though Arachne is you know we we read the same amount of chapters, but um she's ultimately been in less because Medusa is also there in the spotlight. So I know the Arachnophobia arc is like a name of a future arc. So I assume that's going to be the big Arachne arc. So hopefully we'll get uh, more good stuff from her there. But um, 
Yeah, like I said, this is just the you know symptom of the awkward place we read the arc, or we split. I split the reading rather. So. Um, oh yeah, and I get, oh, oh that's right. Arachne talks about how like um, you know she she was just very careful, like you know, or she manipulated the battle with the course of one tiny snake, and like I guess she talks about like with Stein, and it was like you know if it came too soon or too late, it would be. So it's like I guess she had this right balance between like uh, release and um, or like or madness and. Uh, you know, restraint, I suppose, maybe. Um, just a thought. But yeah, um, the uh, DJ May realizes that there was possibly a spy because Stein's succumbing to madness doesn't make sense with Marie as his partner. Um, so they call in BJ. So I guess we have yeah, we got two arcs left. Um, um. <laughs> like, of course, once BJ gets there, Marie starts, like, completely changing because she, <laughs> she wants to make, make her ex feel bad about how this the woman he left behind. She's so stupid. Marie, I like Marie, though. She's fun. Um, yeah, see, mystery is always hard to talk about, though, because, like, you know, I, like, what gets revealed gets revealed, and what doesn't, what doesn't. So it's, like, we, it's neat, like, it's neat to see the investigation. Like, I like the, you know, him interrogating, like, everyone, like, Sid. Like, Sid even says, like, yeah, if someone I cared about was taken hostage, I'd agree to be a spy, but I'd also be trying to, like, you know, fighting, you know, working to rescue them, and, you know, being as little, you know, of no use to the enemy as possible. Like, um... It's, you know, it's like, it's good, you know, characterization. Um, and we get to see how BJ operates. Like, it's, it's cool. <laughs> and I also love when he's talking to Marie and like Marie's trying not to come off as a spurned lover and Maka's dad is giving her advice. Like, no, don't say that you're content here working with the children. It makes you sound desperate. Like, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought it was also kind of funny when... You know, she's going so far out of her way to 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 look like, oh, I'm so impressive and whatever. Um, but then BJ's just like, huh, you wear that around your students, huh? That's, I mean, he's just like, whatever. But it's, I don't know. It, it's kind of amusing because it like, she it almost like flips back on her to where it's like, she's like, she's making herself look so extravagant to be like, you know, uh, she even says like, she's trying to make him jealous or whatever. Like, oh, wouldn't it be, you know, wouldn't it make you feel bad yeah. if, you know, your, your ex or whatever <laughs> yeah, looks she, so like they were doing so like, well? But it's almost right, like, like she, if, yes. she's overdoing it, and it's kind of for comedic effect. Um, well, yeah, like she's she doesn't care so much that she's showing him how much she she doesn't care, <laughs> which in turn reveals that yeah, she actually cares a lot. Like even when um like he's looking at her chest and she's like getting embarrassed, but then no, it's actually because he's noticing the uh, snake around her soul, and he you know um finds that oh you know someone slipped her this, and this was how they were able to like fuck with Stein and uh you know um. Okay, those okay, so yeah, that happens and then we realize that we find out about Black Star's dying. So I mentioned that earlier, but now it's uh now, this is when it comes into play, I forgot. Cause uh he's told that uh, you know, you're not a god, you're just a human being and he's even saying, you know, like he's he's losing it basically. And because, uh, yeah, like it doesn't you know, it like he yeah, it doesn't definitely doesn't get resolution here because like even like there's like the little time skip between this one and the clown and Blackstar just leaves. Like he's just gone. Like, where'd you go? <laughs> What's going on? Oh yeah, so um Blackstar wants to fight Kid and Maka um separates from Soul and ends up overhearing that Corona's working with Medusa. Uh oh. <laughs> uh and, um, you know, I did like, well, cause like, obviously the, you know, the solution is like, Hey, Maka just talked to Krona, but, um, you know, she did like, she was hesitant at first. Um, I think I was going to say something, but I forgot. Well, yeah, she, uh, she kind of gets caught in the position where she's like, well, do I, do I tell, uh, pe- people at DWMA, but like, 
She she's also like on Corona's side. Like she doesn't want because she's right, like, oh no, like just... but Corona's trying to kind of change and kind of improve, and so to then yes, like make Corona yes. a suspect. Um, yeah, just outing her would risk putting it Corona, you know, put Corona at risk. But uh, uh, you know, so obviously like you know she doesn't want to do that. But then you know, so, but she does decide to to just talk to Corona. But by then it's kind of too late because Corona's gone. Um, Corona leaves. Black Star leaves. Stein leaves. Everybody's leaving. It's all yeah. It's not, it's not going well. Um, Maka's dad talks to Stein. He talks about how like he's so locked in his restraint, like he's not even being curious anymore. Like yo, know, Stein's usually bursting with curiosity, but now he doesn't even care about the investigation. Like he's he's you know, and he tried like you, you mentioned earlier with the say he tries to get a cigarette, and Stein's like, nope, I, I I if I can't stick to not smoking, I won't even be able to hold out, and uh, it's not not looking good. <laughs> um, Oh yeah, and then BJ and uh, Marie kind of talk about the, their their past a bit and um, why he like what because you know he went to, he was avoiding her because he didn't want to be able to like you know have his soul perception advance where he could just read everyone's thoughts and he you know he didn't want to you know get that close to her so he distanced himself but uh, now he's regretting it and they kind of just decide to try again. Um, I should have noticed how bad he was popping death flags <laughs> like. Well, I he guess it's says, also kind of that he just got there, so it's like they're gonna ki- Okubo's gonna kill off a character that got introduced like last chapter. But yeah, yeah. But even said like I've been getting this sense of in- impending doom ever since I arrived here. Um, and she's like, you know, like oh, this this cup could be poisoned. Like like I don't, <laughs> which is it, it, that's not fortunate. He's like accepting of that, but it's just like yeah, I should have noticed the death flags coming. <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, Black Stars because he's so like you know angry and on edge. He's so, he's not really able to tap into his soul wavelength, so he can't even really do anything against Kid. Um, yeah, yeah, it is interesting that he ends up um, fighting Kid by himself because like he can't be- because he can't connect to his soul. He can't you know resonate with um, Tsubaki, Tsubaki either. either. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, and he like yeah. Normally he yeah because of his like the re- repeated failures he you know he doesn't know what's he you know he he can only go forward but he's you know it's be you know he's burnt you know it, it's not he's burning himself it's not working out um and now he's only like he's only running into more failure and um and then he gets compared like Sid's like wow yeah that reminds me of White Star and I'm like excuse me he's <laughs> just like uh, like you know white star's you know supposed to be dead i, I assume he's still dead uh, i don't know why he's, it's just shunning that you know things happen sid's alive even though he's dead um i don't know i'm just like he, it, it could just be a flashback but we're probably you know we're gonna see this at some it's it'll probably be a flashback but we'll, we'll see this at, um, and I'm, I'm curious i'm looking forward to it um meanwhile when i saw that i'm just like i'm not a white star i'm a black star <laughs> I understood that reference. Um, but yeah, Kid pretty easily destroys Black Star, and he even voices his disappointment. Weren't you supposed to, like, what happened to you? Weren't you supposed to transcend the gods? And and I really like yeah. the way that, that it kind of ends, where there's, like, he, like, knocks him down to a knee, and then, like, but Black Star is still, like, trying to keep himself up, because then he gets, like, knocked down to his fist, and then he gets, like, smashed into the ground, but he's still trying to, like, get yeah, up. even there, he, like, scrapes the ground for, like, he yeah, puts the ground, fist on the ground, and then he gets smashed down again. He even, he even tries to, like, scrape the ground a bit before he passes out. Like, he's just, giving up isn't in his, like, dictionary. He just refuses. So, um, even at this point when he's, like, he's basically at his lowest. He, his, he's dying. He can't soul resonate with Tsubaki. He can't use his resonance himself. He's, he's just, uh, you know, he's, 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 sur- he's transcending nothing. He's, he's completely fallen. Yeah. Um, anyway, then, uh, BJ... His soul uh, perception 
exceeds the witch's um protection soul protection um which uh and he's like he he he, he just like starts uh, w- uh tripping out because he's seeing like the madness and everything and um it's implied that he gets killed by stein which may have very well you know because there's cigarettes and there's the you know the um pack you know the empty pack that he was smoking um stein doesn't even remember it happening if that's the case but uh you know it's definitely a mystery left uh in the air and then we see Medusa looking on, uh, bitch, making her faces. <laughs> well, then there's also like the the cuts to Corona during that. So it's like, did Corona do it? Like, is oh, that? And then yeah. they talk about trying to like they're trying to put like put the blame on Stein. Yeah. Well, and even then, uh, you know, we'll get to it later. But like the teachers are still like willing to give Stein a chance because they don't know what happened. So. Like, they even say, like, yeah, if we just take you to DWA, you'll just be killed. But so, you know, you're going to help us find out the, you know, find out what happened. Because even if, like, Stein did do it, he was, you know, manipulated, like, you know, by the, the uh, Medusa. So it's like, you know, he, 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 yeah, um, it's complicated. <laughs> um, there's also talk about how BJ, uh, like, Medusa's talking with the frog and or her, her minions about the uh, um, the soul perception. And she's, she sort of says, as long as no, like, we'll be fine as long as no one else develops the ability. Because, like, they talked before about how, like, this you know, conflict between, um, you know, witches and DWMA where like, you know, the witches develop soul protect and now allowing them to like, you know, exist, um, without being constantly hounded. And, um, and this is the next evolution. I presume Maka is going to get it, uh, because she's been, you know, highlighted as the character who's the best at soul, um, perception. So it would make sense. Yeah. And it's also, uh, you know, why would, why would this character be introduced with this ability if that if that was going to be the end of it, like it seems right, it seems and like... especially with Medusa literally saying like, as long as no one else gets the ability, we'll be f-. like she's saying it in a way that she suspects that it will have eventually someone like will get it again because yeah. you know she and she which makes sense because she's the one who's most the most aware and conscious of progress. So yeah, like you know, um, and but she's even saying also I guess maybe that's even a contradiction because she's saying that well if someone else does develop the ability, we'll have to make them disappear. Like which um you know where the real what she should be thinking about is like finding a way to get it so that like um finding another witch technique to avoid the even that better soul protection or you know something like make progress where instead like now she's thinking like just destroy you know destroy the new thing like so i i I wonder if that'll come up with this contradiction between you know with her ideals basically so um that's interesting i didn't think about that earlier yeah the teachers um go with stein and talk about uh bj's murder there's a line about how like stein feels no love but Marie still wants to help him anyway, or go with them, rather. But yeah, Blackstar and Tsubaki leave, and that's uh, the last we see of them this reading. Yep, they're going to Japan. Yeah. But Yamaka decides to talk about, talk to Krona. Krona's saying that, uh, um, well, yeah, Medusa, or the frog, comes and says that we're, um, they're leaving, and you know, Krona doesn't want to leave, but ultimately Krona does. So, like, <sighs> Maka even checks the corner, and, and but yeah, she, you know, she knows it was Medusa, so uh, she's mad. Yeah, because you also get the um, where er- Erica the frog um, even mentions that you know Ma- Maka heard <laughs> like Ma- Maka saw you talking to me, you know. Oh, that's right. Oh, and right. so then so, like Krona's yeah, probably course, got like that yeah. that doubt of like, oh no, I'll be rejected and hated, even though you know we as the audience know Maka would never do that, but um, Krona doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So 
so anyway, the uh, the characters go over like a mission board, and um, they see like oh, Blackstar had reserved some missions, but uh, and uh, even he even wrote like uh, a note for like like oh, this one this one seems like an easy one that Maka would take, <laughs> or something like, like insult- condescending towards her, and she gets mad. <laughs> and I'll take this one then, <laughs> like, um, and then yeah, um, Killick and um, Ox go on their own mission. Hmm, there's one of the three students, uh, extra students that we got introduced to last arc that didn't get mentioned in this chapter. Hmm, isn't that weird, Mathis? Hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, Maka and Kid go off to do the clown. Um, okay, so this this moment did bug me a little bit, though, even though it wasn't necessarily, like, it wasn't Kid's fault, but, uh, well, because, like, he's freaking out about the, you know, um, like, oh, maybe I didn't fold the toilet paper properly at home. And then um, Liz sees the factory monster and the danger. She knows Maka went into it. And instead of like, she's like, kid, let's leave. And I'm like, uh, that's not a friendship moment. That is the opposite of a friendship moment. Yeah. Let's leave Maka in obvious danger and just leave ourselves. Like, oh, hold on. She's like, also normally like the voice of reason person. But in this case, she's like, nah. Yeah. So, um. I don't know. I'm curious as to if that will be addressed in the future, because, like, you know, going to what this arc, this arc explores is, like, you know, she's having a lot of restraint to the point of, like, putting Maka at risk um, when Maka learns to sort of embrace part of that madness, um, which I'm, uh, you know, which, uh, yeah. Also, Blair's here for some reason, uh, whatever. Like, there's a bunch of, like, little gag stuff with uh, Blair fighting the pirate guy. Who I was like, hey, this guy seems familiar. What? what and I and I was like, oh yeah, he's the the pirate guy from that one kid chapter. Who's yeah, coming back? And he's you know, agent. He's an agent of Kishin Ashura. The clown gets awakened. You know, a minion, another minion of Ashura. Oh, that's right. Liz is kind of afraid of ghosts or something, right? Or was was it Liz? Yeah. Or okay, so that's that. Exp- and yeah, they also reason that oh, Blair's with them, so they'll be fine. So okay, they do they do address it. But I, I was still kind of like uh. <laughs> and yeah, part of it's Blackstar's fault too, because he's just freaking out and not doing anything. But but anyway, Maka's fighting clown. Like the clown takes on her appearance. You know, he's he reasons like you know I'll give you freedom if you fall to your madness. And we see we see Maka's worst fear with like everyone she cares about dying because she's not strong. Then we get Soul sort of like you know again being the sort of rock for Maka and her madness is like you know like lets her play on his piano so you know they connect. And, um, and well, and like what they talk about is interesting because like, you know, they, they talk about how like madness kind of leads to courage. And I thought that was interesting because like, uh, there was even a comment talking about how Maka, yeah, and I was talking about too, how Maka's kind of fresh in her, how she's like, she's not the go forward, do, do things protagonist. And like, I think Togashi's even said it about Gon where he is kind of insane where like, and like, you know, Luffy, like they're the character type of characters just go forward, do what they want. And yeah, they are kind of fucking insane. So here's Maka kind of embracing some of that madness. Like it ties it to courage. So it's like, you know, obviously there's a, there's an issue with like complete uh, lack of restraint, but um, you know, here's, she's kind of embracing some of it to have, you know, some, like, you know, because she, she needs that courage to fight her fears. And so, you know, connecting with Soul and embracing some of that madness isn't, like, you know, because it's courage, it's it's not, like... And it's I guess it's kind of interesting about Osura because he's a character completely controlled by fear, yet he also inspires madness in others, which, again, Maka li- 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 links to courage. So, um, another, you know, idea, thread that I'm, I'll be thinking about later on, I suppose. But yeah, they're able to Soul Resonate and comes up with a new devil hunt slash to a uh, fight there's random blair stuff that doesn't matter <laughs> yeah the clown tries to em- engulf maka in men in uh, fear and she breaks through it it's cool and yeah so 
then the arc ends with uh, Sid talking to Shinigami and talking about how um, they have some witches in Death City, and it turns out that Kim and well, it, it's like yeah, uh, is at the witch mass, and yeah, she's a DWM student, also a witch. So yep, and that's where it ends. Did you have any thoughts about any of that? <laughs> um... I kind of just kept going. I assumed you would interrupt me, but, uh... I mean, yeah, like, the new character being introduced turning out to be a traitor, there's not there's not really much of, like, a, a punch to it, because I don't really know anything about this character, um, but yeah, the fact no, like, that I, I, my issue it's that, more that just, like, like, I'm kind of waiting to see where it goes. Yeah, that and that's a lot of it. Like, did you have any thoughts on the clown stuff? Because I just realized I just kept going and didn't, like... <laughs> no, I didn't jump in, because I didn't really have much to say. Yeah, I kind of figured. Um, and yeah, I had the issue, like, I, I was, like... This character seems familiar, and then I, I went back and was like, okay, it was this character from before, because um, I didn't remember her name, and uh, yeah, like, because cause she doesn't leave as much of an impression, I think, where, like, Ox obviously showed up before, and he's got a very, you know, very uh, silly looking, but also very um, immediately recognizable design. Well, yeah, because the, the other um, two, it's, they have, like, the designs, and they at least like, get kind of, like, fighty moments, but she's yeah, the one Killick who, has, like... like he, he has the fists of fire and lightning, and that's it's cool, and, um, you know, he, he also has two partners, just like Death the Kid does, so he kind of stands out in that way. Like, they're way more instantly recognizable, where Kim is just, like, yeah, she's a girl, and she even has a different outfit, too, so that didn't help. <laughs> like, yeah, she's just kind of there with the others during the brew arc, and then... I think she got groped by Hero in that in the bonus chapter, and it's like, yeah, that's that'll uh, help her stand out in my brain. Uh, was that even didn't. her? I don't know. I think I th- it looked like her. I thought it was her. Um, let me go back. Actually, I um, thought they were all a- just random characters, but maybe maybe they were. Can you- check my curiosity? <laughs> but yeah, the only thing I really know about her is that she like signaled the retreat, and that was kind of. That was kind of all that these two characters have done up to this point. Part of me wonders, like, just as, like, a speculative theory, like, could she somehow be the the third witch sister somehow? Because, like, that would be, uh, what we've reveal. determined so far is that, you know, I mean, Medusa was able to switch bodies. Um, so, like, appearance doesn't really matter at this point. Um so even though, like, this character looks younger than Medusa and Arachne did, um, that doesn't necessarily mean... But I, I could be way off. Maybe it's someone different entirely. Yeah. Um, also, it does look like she was in the one of the uh, people uh, harassed in the in the bonus chapter, so um, tragic. Cool. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's... It's a, just kind of like, okay. Yeah, she exists. Um, so yeah, um, you know, fine reading. Um, again, like, it leaves a lot in the air. And to be resolved later so probably again probably my fault awkward um placement of you know the the chapter breaks but uh i don't know we still got a decent enough discussion out of it i think so you know i'm still looking forward to more <clears throat> uh Krona's is still good mock is still good um the rest is like you know hopefully it has the it has cool payoffs so um yeah yeah because now we're definitely at the point where i don't remember you know, this is getting into the manga right. only stuff. So yes, so it'll be, but largely fresh to you, and yeah, it'll be that should be neat. So um, thank you for listening. Leave your comments, and we'll reply. And see you next time. Oh wait, wait, did you even say what the reading was gonna be? Oh fuck, I, I forgot I did that. See, I, I haven't done the uh, the Nensho in so long. I'm just like, yeah, how do I do the Nensho again? Like, so next time is a bit longer. It'll be chapter forty four through seventy one. Arachnophobia will be included, uh, but as usual, like you know, um, there's there's a lot of solider arcs, and a lot of them are like just three or four chapters long. Though I think Arachnophobia is a longer one. Like Brew, Brew is a little bit longer, but um, or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, 44 to 71, thank you for listening. This time for real, goodbye. <laughs>